100% of the raffle went right to these two charities. And every paperback copy we sold Tuesday night, 100% of the proceeds of that went right to these two wonderful organizations. So it was an amazing night for me to be able to be part of that, but also to organize it in such a way that everyone was there to support the paperback and we were able to donate over $500 from the raffle and also the sales of the paperbacks to these two charities. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Whether you're writing the first sentence of a story or solving the climate crisis, you need to think in new ways. On the show, I interview peak performers who are coming up with those creative solutions. Through creativity, action, inspiration, and innovation, they're changing the world. I also bring you ideas and techniques that you can use to unlock your potential to do the same. And now, let's get to the show. Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I also want to welcome you to the Vegan Life Show. And the reason I'm doing that is for right now, I'm combining these two shows as I decide whether or not to keep the Vegan Life its own podcast or to combine it with the Creative Solutions Podcast and bring you one show in one place so that you can always hear from me in a in a sort of consistent space. And in fact, for me, that's one of the things that I am working on all the time. And that is that I have many, many, many different interests and passions and loves, and I tend to spread myself too thin. And uh, the same goes for the vegan part of my life. The same goes for the creative part of my life. I tend to want to try everything. I think there's so much variety and so much adventure and exploration to be had that instead of focusing on the one thing, I tend to go, okay, I want to try this and I want to do that and I want to try this. Have you heard that before? Have you thought that before? If so, welcome. I have cookies. Yeah, it's true. So many of us have too many things that we want to do and try. And the way I tend to look at this is life is finite, right? As as uh, Jim Morrison famously said, nobody here gets out alive. And so to me, what that means is now's the time. If you're wondering and waiting and thinking and planning and hoping for something to happen, the best thing that you can do for yourself is to just begin yourself. And this brings me to the vegan writers of New York City. And why am I saying that? Because about almost two years ago now, I thought to myself during the pandemic, you know what? I love to write. I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing books. I'm writing all of these things. And I want to build a community of writers. I want to find people who are writers who want to also work together to really find how to improve together, how to help each other, how to be partners, how to be collaborators. And so I went to a group. And and, and the reason I'm doing this on the Vegan Life episode is because here's what I did. I didn't go out to the world and say, hey, let, are there any writers out there? I went to the Vegan Writers of New York Facebook group and went, and it's like 12,000 people. So I went, are there any writers here? Are there any, everybody should be vegan because it's the vegan, vegans of New York group. And I said, is, are there any vegan writers here? And if so, do you want to form a group with me? 
And uh, a bunch of people said yes, but the first person who came to a meeting, it was just the two of us. Shout out to Alan Fessenden, who came to the first meeting. We met at Chef Guy Vaknin's wonderful restaurant, Willow. And, and the reason I'm talking about the restaurant is because the point for me was not just to develop a group of a, a cohort, if you will, of vegan writers, but also to support vegan restaurants and cafes around New York City. Because that's a way you can give back, right? Vote with your dollars. So if you're vegan, the best thing that you can do is go to vegan restaurants. uh, And that's what I do as much as possible, almost exclusively here in New York City. And also go to places that have a lot of vegan options and push them uh, gently, nudge to have even more uh, and suggest vegan options to places. I took my husband, for example, to spin uh, for his birthday just a few days ago. We went to spin and wanted to get a, one of the desserts, right? Because uh, it was his birthday. So we were like, you know, wanted to sing him happy birthday and have a little cupcake or whatever. And the problem, of course, is that none of the desserts there were vegan. And so one of the things I was able to say to our server, Mallory, shout out to her, hey, you know, it would be really cool if you had vegan, at least vegan desserts. I think they might have chips and salsa, which is vegan, arguably, but they have no they have no actual food items that are clearly labeled vegan. And I, you know, I want to go, I love playing ping pong, I want to go more often. So I encouraged her to let the management know that they've got vegans who'd come, but they're not probably coming because they don't have vegan options on the menu. So we ended up going to lunch at a restaurant right nearby called the Veggie Grill, which is just a couple blocks away. But the point is, it would have been cool to be able to have something right there. So encouraging restaurants gently, not admonishing and waggling your finger at them, but encouraging them gently to say, hey, can you have more vegan options? Because I would bring more people if you did, would be amazing. Okay, so that's a little detour. And now I'm back. Let's talk about the Vegan Writers of New York City. So we formed this group. I formed this group, I started it, and it's grown into a a core group of people. Shout out to uh, Sergio Giovanni and Alan Fessenden and Megan Vasilis and a number of other people, Stuart Mitchell. I'm just shouting out Kira Kinsiani, Teresa Gilhini, lots of people who are involved in the group, sort of core members. And then we we have about 80 people who are in the group uh, who aren't as involved or who try to come and, and be involved when they can. Why am I talking about this is because one of the things that we do is every week we do a every week, every meeting, I'll say every meeting will do this activity that I do with my corporate clients. When I do team building and creativity workshops with my corporate clients, I run this activity where we choose out of a deck of cards, an object, a location and a profession. And then out of those we read, we write a story. You have a certain number of minutes to write a story incorporating uh, the the nouns that, that you chose. And so I decided that one of the things that I wanted to do was to do the exact same thing with the people that I'm doing this work with, right? So what I did is I went, okay, let's start doing this activity. And every meeting we choose three nouns, location, object, and profession, and we write a story. And then I went, wow, these stories are awesome because we read them to each other at the end of the meeting. And I thought, I want to do an anthology of these. That would be so cool. So I did that. I wrote up a proposal, got the anthology started, got the submissions from the people who had been coming to the meetings. And together we have created 
in a New York Minute. It's the first anthology from the Vegan Writers of New York City written in local vegan restaurants and cafes for our meetings. And so there are a number of stories, and each chapter is divided into the three words that we happen to choose that that day. Why am I talking about this is because this past Tuesday, we had the book release party at a local vegan restaurant. And it's the Organic Grill on West 3rd and 6th Avenue in the West Village in, in Manhattan. And here's the thing. One of the things that I love about uh, about vegans in general is that they often tend to be very caring people. I can't even tell you how many wonderful, caring, compassionate people I've met who are vegans. I think by definition, you sort of have to be compassionate to be a vegan. The point here is that uh, when I went when I went through this process and developed the book, uh, designed the cover, the, the book is out, you can, you can see it. I'm gonna put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, you'll be able to see the cover in the show notes, pretty cool. I, I, if I say so myself, the cover's gorgeous. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, and it was the it was the second book actually of Creative Earthlings Media, which is the media company I started that's designed to help world changers write and produce their books and their podcasts. So that's something that's important to me is people who are trying to change the world in one way or another. I wanted to give them the opportunity to do that with their own books and their own podcasts. And since I know how to do that really well, I thought, you know what, I can help others. So anyway, Tuesday, we had the book release party. And the book release party itself was fab fun. It was amazing. A bunch of the writers, contributors to the anthology showed up and they brought friends. And we had an amazing evening of sharing the book with new people and also, you know, supporting the Organic Grill, who very kindly, Vlad and Olga, shout out to you. They very kindly uh, worked with us by offering their space and we came and we ate. So they made money and uh, we had a raffle and the raffle was to benefit two amazing animal welfare organizations, two charities. One is the Red Robin Song Animal Sanctuary. I'll put the link in the show notes. And the other one is Wild Tomorrow. Now, Red Robin Song is here in New York State, a little bit upstate, and they serve uh, cows and chickens and dogs and bunnies and cats and and help them rehabilitate and help them live wonderful, productive lives. And Wild Tomorrow is this really cool organization. What they're doing is they're working on animal safety and animal welfare, animal health, but they're also providing habitat. They're buying up land that is has been previously something like pineapple farms, and they're rewilding it to make it available for the people who, for the people, for the animals who would naturally live there. So they have created sort of this wonderful wildlife refuge right in the middle of South Africa, bordered on all sides, I think, by pineapple farms. But there the animals can live and thrive. And uh, one of the things that we did in the raffle is uh, they, she had a, a Wendy Hapgood, shout out Wendy, was there and she gave us a little pop stopper, which is the thing you put on the back of your phone. And the picture on it was a baby giraffe that was born, the first giraffe that was born in the wildlife, in the in the Ukuela Wildlife Reserve. And why I'm talking about this is that when animals don't feel safe, when they don't feel like their habitat is safe, they don't procreate. They Everything stops. They kind of go, okay, you know what? This isn't safe. Being pregnant right now would be bad. So they can't. They don't. 
and they finally felt safe enough so that two giraffes mated and the first baby was born. And so we had that as part of the raffle. And Organic Grill gave two $50 gift certificates, donated them for the raffle. And we had other, so so 100% of the raffle went right to these two charities. And every book, we this was for the paperback, every paperback copy we sold Tuesday night, the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds of that went right to these two wonderful organizations. So it was an amazing night for me to be able to be part of that, but also to organize it in such a way that everyone was there to support the paperback and we were able to donate over $500 from the raffle and also the sales of the paperbacks to these two charities, right? And it happened because this vegan restaurant was willing to host us. A bunch of vegans showed up. A bunch of people were there. A bunch of creatives wrote this anthology. I produced it through Creative Earthlings Media, and we were able to raise hundreds of dollars for charity. And that, to me, that notion of using creativity to change the world, to help directly charities that are doing this very important work on behalf of animals, is what it's all about, right? That's why I started Creative Earthlings. That's why I work on it the way I work on it. And one of the things that I've actually realized, and this is a very interesting thing and development in my life, And if you remember, I was just talking about how I tend to be interested in lots of different things. But one of the things I realized that I'm I'm breaking news right now, I realized that I love organizing events that are designed like this creativity that is there to benefit the planet and the animals that right there. So I am letting you know right now that creative earthlings events is happening, right? So there's creative earthlings. I'm telling you all this right now. There's creative earthlings. Yes, that's the sort of the parent company. There's creative earthlings media, which is designed to help people who want to change the world do so through their books and their podcasts. There is creative earthlings education, which is going and doing schoolwork directly and teaching kids about how to save the earth. And now there is Creative Earthlings Events. Creative Earthlings Events is going to be sustainable events in the vegan space that are planned and designed to have a as limited as possible a footprint on the earth and vegan and to help in a creative way make these events memorable and delightful and surprising and tasty for every attendee. So this is, I'm telling you now, this is the birth of of Creative Earthlings events. It's coming. I'm going to have to see how I can make this happen, but it's going to happen. I loved doing this. I loved organizing it. I loved putting it together. I loved working with all of these different people to make it happen. And I did this with zero budget. So I'm very excited about that part because imagine what we could do if we had a little money behind us. So this is coming. Creative Earthlings events is coming sometime this year. It's going to be getting off the ground. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a wedding or a party or something that you want planned and executed with substance and style that, and I'll say it this way, with substance with <laughs> my 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 mouth is moving faster than my brain can think or vice versa if you want something designed 
with substance, style, and sustainability, Creative Earthlings is going to be your go-to. That's just how it is. It's going to be your go-to event planning service for substance, style, and sustainability. I, I, I just came up with that right now, and I'm very, <laughs> very excited about it, but it's going to be happening. And so why am I doing this on a vegan life episode? Because really, creative solutions come when they come. And doing this, was the party 100% beautiful and successful? No, there were challenges. And how you ride those challenges out also tells you something about your capabilities in emergency situations. Do we have challenges? Yeah, we did. And did we meet them? Did everybody band together? Yeah, they did. And that, to me, shows me the proof in the concept that together, we can make this happen. So substance, uh, I can't even, I'm going to have to learn how to say it. Substance, style, and sustainability are going to be the the hallmarks of Creative Earthlings events. And that's happening very, very soon. Uh, this spring, I'm going to be launching it. So get in touch. If you're going to have some sort of event that you want to have that, that vegan, sustainable uh, flavor, if you will, I'm your go-to. This is going to be super fun and I can't wait to do it. Now, because I've been talking about Organic Grill this whole time, let me, I'm so excited about this. I can't believe I've never reviewed Organic Grill on the show, but I haven't. So let me talk to you a little bit about Organic Grill. First of all, they've been around for a long time. They used to be in the East Village in New York City. Now they're smack dab in the middle of the West Village at West 3rd and 6th Avenue, right across the street from Comedy Cellar. And I gotta tell you, First of all, the food is divine, right? For me, it's pretty much always the loaded fries, but uh, my husband got Kung Pao tofu the other day. All, you know, it's all organic, sustainably uh, <clears throat> farmed, and a lot of it is gluten-free. So if you're gluten-free, that's another sort of point in Organic Girl's favor because a lot of their stuff is gluten-free. So anything I've tried, and I've tried a lot of different things, everything has been delicious. The the latke medallion sandwich is amazing. That I believe is a brunch dish. Huh. The green monster burger, uh, incredible. The loaded fries are my go-to. Now it's Yukon potatoes with a cheese, vegan, it's all vegan. So whenever you hear me say something like cheese, it's vegan cheese with cheese and uh, finely chopped scallions and guacamole and chopped tomatoes and it's divine really it's it's my go-to uh meal there when i go and in fact that's what i had tuesday at the book release party the servers are incredible vlad is amazing and one of the things that he does and i have not talked about the desserts yet but i will give me a minute but one of the things that vlad has really vlad is the owner uh one of the things that he's really embraced is the notion of getting the vegan community involved so he runs all sorts of really amazing things. So Wednesday, this past Wednesday, Vlad uh, runs a once a month something called Veggie Comedy. And that is a vegan comedy for vegans, right? <laughs> and he also has bluegrass music and he has a night of drawing and he has very just various things. And he hosted our Inner New York Minute 
uh, book release party. So he is doing, he's out there, he's doing what he can to engage the community, to invite people in. The place is inviting. It's beautiful. There's a little library along the one of the walls of, of vegan books and vegan, uh, for vegan causes. And, I, and I'm a vegan author, so I have a bunch of my books on there too. I've written now nine, I can say. I, it's funny, I look on my bookshelf and I go, my goodness, those are my nine books. Holy cow, that's amazing. And see, holy cow, holy amazing stuff. Yeah, so so everything I've ever tried at Organic Grill has been incredible. Uh, the, the coffee's great, the tea is great, everything. But let me talk about the desserts. First of all, they had, and I don't even know if they have it anymore, ask for it. They used to have this apple pie fritter thing that was a little it came in a little round pan beautiful crispy uh crust and apple on the inside and a and a big dollop of ice cream all vegan of course in the middle unbelievable so delicious so they they that's that's been my favorite dessert they also have a cannoli 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 they have two different kinds often one is a chocolate chip cannoli which is the cannoli with chocolate chips sort of sprinkled on it and the other one is a chocolate covered cannoli personally i'm a big chocolate covered cannoli fan because you can never have too much chocolate but the other cannoli i believe is gluten-free and again a lot of their stuff is gluten-free so if you have that particular uh set of restrictions in your diet it's amazing. And I've had lots of, I've, I've taken non-vegans there and they love, love, love it. It does not matter whether or not you're vegan. What matters is that you want to go enjoy great food in the West Village. It's right near Washington Square. It's right across the street from the Comedy Cellar. It's a great place to go. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Now, one of the things that I will say is that you're going to, if you come back every Friday, you're going to hear a review of one vegan restaurant or another because I go out and I review them. That's what I do. One of the things that I will say is that I will not review vegan restaurants I don't like because what might not be to my taste might be to yours. And I want to support these restaurants even, even by omission, right? So you'll never hear me give a bad review. I will, however, say that there are times when I have some challenges. For example, I've been walking with a cane and one thing with Organic Grill, I don't see a way to get up there if what you need is a wheelchair. And that's a lot of places in, in New York City just aren't accessible because that the city was built way before accessibility was even a thing anyone thought about. And I was walking with a cane this week and still am. And because of that, getting into the place was a little bit more challenging. And I, I didn't ask. We were trying to get in there and get set up for the book release. So I didn't ask Vlad whether or not there was a way, an accessible way to get in. I, I didn't ask. One of the things that I will probably ask him, and I'll get back to you and I'll let you know, is, is there a way to get into the building if what you need is a wheelchair or if what you need is, is you know, maybe they have a ramp that I don't know about. I don't know. But as of right now, you have to walk up a couple of steps to get in. And uh, as opposed to Peace Food, which does a Peace Food, which is on 11th and 5th, uh, they do. They do have a ramp to get in. So that's one thing to be aware of, that if you're if you're walking with a cane or if you're on crutches or if you're in a wheelchair and the, the getting up the stairs will be challenging for you, uh, I would call them and ask if there's a way to get you in there before you do that. So so that's that. But But as far as reviewing something that is that I didn't like, you'll never hear me do it. I won't do it because again, I don't want to 
steer anyone away from a restaurant they want to try. Instead, I want to have you be excited about the restaurants that I'm excited about. Anyway, so I wanted to give you this information and I wanted to talk to you about this notion of engagement, of how do we engage communities. And for me, one of the things is to offer, right? I don't I don't ask people to do things for me before I have already offered them something that I can do for them. And that that's just across the board, right? That's across the board. I try to offer to help first. And then if they want to participate, great. And then we can work together, we can collaborate, and we can make books happen. And lots of really amazing stuff can can go on and we can change the world. And so that's what Creative Earthlings Media is about. That's what the company, the parent company, Creative Earthlings is about. It's about education. It's about media and moving into the event space, which I, it turns out, love doing. So you're going to hear a lot more about that. You're going to hear a lot more on these Friday Vegan Life episodes. You're going to hear a lot more about that. You're going to hear a lot more about the event space. You're going to hear a lot more about the books that I'm writing. You're going to keep, if you listen to the Monday's episodes, you're going to keep hearing about creativity and how it can change the world and also interviews with the people who are out there changing the world. So I hope that you'll come back and listen. And I know the schedule's a little wonky. Every Monday, you'll get either an interview or you'll get me talking about some aspect of creativity and, and world changing. Wednesdays, if it's an interview week, you will also get a bonus episode from the person I interviewed with their favorites, favorite song, favorite artist, favorite cookie, etc., and their recommendations for you so that if you want to change the world in the way they want to change the world, you can get that. And every Friday, you're going to get a vegan life a vegan life solution episode is what I'm calling them. So this will also be up if you listen to this in the vegan life show. I'm putting this up for another couple months. You're going to see both shows happen at the same time because I want, if you're listening, I want you to come on over to Creative Solutions. So just bear that in mind. And I hope you listen. I hope you enjoy the show. I'm super grateful for your attention. And if you have questions, you know what to do. You can always leave me a voicemail or you can get in touch book a discovery call about how I can help you write your book or your podcast or even plan your next incredible sustainable event. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions podcast or the Vegan Life podcast, depending on where you're listening, reminding you as always to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.